courage to let go and move forward so that you can be glorified in heaven and on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, um, this happens a lot around uh, the times of the holidays, uh, uh, the times that we get together for uh, Thanksgiving and for Christmas, amen. And it happens a lot in our home, amen, because we got a lot of kids. Tenemos muchos hijos, tenemos nuevos, nueve hijos. We have nine kids, amen. And so uh, it happens a lot in our home, amen, a lot of memories, amen. And a lot of times when the kids get together and they start to reminisce, amen, and talk about uh, uh, things that they used to do as children and and uh, things that used to happen in the home or things that they experienced, amen. Uh, a lot of times it's uh, 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 fun things, amen, not reminiscing about the bad, amen, or about things that they didn't agree with or uh, they didn't like, amen. But a lot of times it was uh, funny things, amen, things that uh, would bring humor, amen, to the conversation and, and bring excitement, amen, to the conversation and, and making everybody have and feel, amen, like they're having a good time, amen. And, and a lot of times we, we have conversations with people and they bring up stories about, you know, their football days and their sports days and baseball, amen, and how they were the prom queen and the uh, uh, prom king, amen, and uh, how uh, they did certain things, amen, and how they went to CIF championships, and they won tournaments, and uh, they did all kinds of things, amen, basketball, hooping, amen, all kinds of things, amen, talking about, hey, remember that time when I was there on the ball court, and and I did a three-pointer three on you, and all this other stuff, or, you know, when I was this, or when I was that, and did all kinds of things, Amen. And I asked the question, what is it about the past, amen, that continues to, to keep our attention? What is it about the past, uh, amen, that continues? ¿Qué es lo de, de lo pasado que siempre anda en nuestras mentes, amen, that we're always thinking about those things of old, amen, thinking about uh, pensando en relaciones, amen, that have already been done five years, ten years, still thinking about, uh, amen, that old girlfriend or that old boyfriend amen hallelujah what is it about the past that is that is so intriguing amen I thought about that as I was uh, preparing this series of lessons what is it about the past so many people living in the rearview mirror amen what is it about the past that keeps our attention? Amen. You know, there's a, a funny clip. I was thinking about it this morning as I was going through my uh, notes. And, and I thought about this funny movie. How many of you have ever seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite? Amen. Funny movie. Amen. I thought it was funny. It's kind of dry humor, but it's funny humor. Amen. Uh, it's kind of the, the dumb funny, right? You're not laughing at it because it's funny. It's just dumb. That makes it funny in my mind. Amen. And so uh, I started to, to, to think about one of the particular characters in this movie by the name of Uncle Rico. Can you say amen? How many of you know who, who Uncle Rico is? This was a man that was definitely stuck in the past. Can you say amen? Definitely stuck in the past. So much so that he couldn't move forward into the future. He struggled. 
because he lived his life in the past. 10 years later, 20 years later, 30 years later, thinking about shoulda, coulda, woulda. That kept him from moving forward in what God was trying to do in his present life now today. Amen. I want to show the clip. I know this is a little unorthodox and you say, well, this isn't how church is supposed to be. Amen. But I beg to differ. Amen. Look at this. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Watch this. Uh, what the heck are you doing? That's what I'm talking about. I gotta go. <laughs> How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Yeah, the coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. No doubt in my mind. You better believe things would have been different. I'd have gone pro. In a heartbeat. I'd be making millions of dollars and living in a big old mansion somewhere. You know, soaking it up in a hot tub. Kip, I reckon you know a lot about cyberspace. You, you ever come across anything like time travel? Easy. I've already looked into it for myself. Right on. Now, I know it seems funny, but this was a grown man talking about 20 years prior, still living his life in the rearview mirror, selling Tupperware. Now, I'm not saying selling Tupperware is a bad thing, but he went from job to job to job because he was living his life in the past. Estaba viviendo su vida en lo pasado. Todavía hablando de lo pasado. Of what he should have done or what he could have done. Or had I done things differently, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Blaming his present on his past. Amen. And so for me, the past is attractive. In some ways, because the past was simpler and it was a lot safer. Can you say amen? It was a lot safer than it is now. Amen. However, the problem with this mindset of living in the past is that you cannot move forward without letting certain things go. You cannot move forward. You cannot get ahead in life until you let some things go. Because then life becomes too heavy. Can you, tell, can you say amen? Amen. Tell your neighbor, leave the past in the past. Stop talking about it. 
Stop bringing it up. Amen. Leave your past in the past. Tell your neighbor, come on, somebody, leave your past in the past. You see, the Lord told the children of Israel to forget the former things. To forget about those things that you went through. To forget about those things, amen, uh, uh, that you were, the places where you were at and the things that you were doing. Forget about those things because I want to do something new in your life. Amen. And we know what he's talking about right there. He's talking about the exodus. Amen. He's talking about bringing them up and bringing them out. Amen. Amen. And the Bible lets us to know this. Listen to this. Listen to Pharaoh's words to, to Moses regarding Israel. In the book of Exodus chapter 12 and verse 31, the Bible says this. We're teaching today. He says, during the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, get up. Leave my people, you and the Israelites, go worship the Lord as you have requested. God was bringing Israel out of a bad situation. He told Moses and Aaron, get up, get your people and get out of here. Go and worship your God. Go and praise your God. Go and serve your God. Get out of this present situation and step into your future. And I can imagine, Brother Ernest, uh, me imagino la gente, los, 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 los de Israel cuando estaban en Egipto, que, que andaban ahí 400 años. 400 years of bondage. I can imagine that when they got the call, when the bell rang and the word came out, hey man, we're gone, we're free. You know, a lot of people I can imagine, Brother Daniel, as they were packing up their homes, as they were packing up their, their, their livelihood, their, as they were packing up their, their families and their children and their, their, their animals and everything that they had, they were there for 400 years. I can imagine... The feeling, I can imagine the, the, the thoughts, I can imagine, man, where are we going? This is all we know. So I can imagine the, 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 the feeling, I can imagine, me imagino como se sentían ya cuando, cuando sonó el, 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 el timbre y, y ya después de 400 años Dios dijo, ya vámonos. Being set free. Packing up their families and their livestock. All they knew, Brother Peter, was, was to be slaves. That's all they knew. None of them grew up to be teachers. None of them grew up to be carpenters. None of them grew up to be a, a, a delivery people. None of them uh, grew up. They all were slaves. That's all they knew was slaves was to be a slave to Pharaoh, to be a slave to that kingdom. That's all they knew. Amen. They knew nothing else. And the Bible says that they, they packed up and they started walking into the wilderness towards the promised land. They didn't know where they were going. They didn't know how long it was going to take them. They didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know where they were going to live. They didn't know where they were going to end up. No sabían nada. 
Lo único que sabían es que ya no tenían que ser esclavos Slaves But as I imagine that, Brother Daniel, them, them being brought up and brought out, amen, just like, like I was 16 years ago when, when God, amen, he called me and he pulled me out of darkness, amen, and, and he says, you're no longer going to be a slave to those things. You're no longer going to be a slave to Pharaoh. You're no longer going to be a slave to this or to that. And he set me free, amen, and when I was set free, amen, I had no idea where I was going to go. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how I was going to end up. I surely didn't know that 16 years later I was going to be pastoring a church from the life that I came out of. I had no idea. And so just like them, amen, stepping into a, a new thing was, was rough, amen. But you know what I thought too? I thought, man, I can't imagine how they felt leaving. But I can't even imagine why they would want to go back. Me imagino más que esta gente ya cuando, cuando Dios los sacó de ese tipo de vida, cuando los sacó de, 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 donde, de donde estaban. Amen. Me imagino más que por qué querían regresar a esa vida, por qué querían regresar a lo malo. Why did they want to go back to the abuse? Why did they want to go back, amen, to the heartache? Why did they want to go back to the disappointment when God had already set them free? I thought about that more than anything else. Because I thought to myself, I says, man, these people had 400 years of baggage. And on their way to the gate, sister, amen, God said, you're set free. Okay, bye. I'm leaving. I'm leaving it behind. Leaving the negativity, leaving the, the beatings and the whippings and the lashings, uh, amen. And they couldn't own anything. It didn't matter how hard they worked uh, or how much they worked. They couldn't own their own house. They couldn't own their own property. They, their kids were brought up to be slaves. They couldn't take their children to, to a football game. They couldn't take their children to a soccer game. They couldn't enroll them in baseball. All they taught them was how to be slaves. Slaves to Pharaoh. Slaves to the world. They weren't even allowed to worship their God. They weren't allowed to pray. They weren't allowed to go to church. They weren't allowed to have a relationship with God. All they were taught to do was to be a slave to Pharaoh. And then all of a sudden, God sets them free. And man, you could let me know. I remember the times where I was locked down in a cage. Amen. And my release date came around. Man, that door would open. I was gone. I ran. And I didn't even look back. But this was different. After they tasted just a little bit of freedom, they wanted to go back. 
after they tasted a little bit of the good life, they wanted to go back. After they had been set free, where now they had an opportunity to, to send their kids to school, to educate their kids, to teach them a career, to teach them a trade, to do what their heart desired to do in God. Amen. Now they could go to church. Now they could worship. Now they could give sacrifices. Now they were free and free indeed. Hallelujah. But they wanted to go back. They wanted to go back, amen, to bondage. They wanted to go back to their past. They wanted to go back to what was familiar. They wanted to go back to what they were used to, amen, to the mud and the mire, amen. They wanted to go back to the drama that they had in their life. Pharaoh was drama. And that type of drama did not mess around. It killed you. But they wanted to go back. And I know you're saying, Pastor, you're repeating yourself. Well, I have to because somebody's desiring to go back. When God has already set you free. Amen. Amen. There are people that are here today, amen, watching online. They want to live in slavery. They, they want to live in bondage. Amen. They, they want to live in their mess. They want to stay in, in what, they're, what they've been used to. Amen. They, they want to live that way because it's easier for them to be a victim than to be a victor. Because you know why, brother? Because being a victor, it takes work. It takes training. It takes persistence. It takes consistency. It takes sacrifice. To be a loser, all you got to do is throw in the towel. All you got to do is give up. All you got to do is lay down. Amen. But God is calling each and every one of us today. He set you free so that you can be pound for pound just like he is. And stop being a victim of your past, amen, but a product of your future. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, stop being a victim. Let it go already. Usted no es la víctima. Si Dios ya lo trajo de su pasado, ¿por qué quieres regresar? God delivered me from the bottle. God delivered me from the pipe. God delivered me from abuse. God delivered me from these things. He delivered me from sickness. But I want to go back. Hallelujah. Because that's what I'm used to. It takes too much work. Amen. To be in the kingdom of God. It takes too much work to be consistent. It takes too much work to pray and to fast. Amen. It takes too much work. But it's more work carrying this stuff around. I wish there was somebody in here right now that would put all six of these on and walk around here with them on for a whole hour. I'll bet you after a while you're going to start letting one of them go and another one go. 
and you're going to come around, you're going to look at it. No, I've already had you on my back before. You're heavy. I'm leaving you alone. Amen. But not Israel. Israel wanted to go back. Amen. For them, wandering through the desert was more difficult. Because it meant they had to be retrained. It was easier for them because they had already been in it for many years. They knew how to do it. They knew how to please Pharaoh. As long as I just work and stay quiet and and let him take advantage of me, then I'm fine. No. But that's not why God created us. The Bible says this in the book of Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. He says, do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. To be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There needs to be a brainwashing that happens. Can you say amen? Amen, You say, oh man, pastor, what do you mean brainwashing? That's what they do at that church over there or that church over there. Or that church over there, they brainwash you. It's a cult. Well, let me tell you something. When I first came to the Lord, I had a family member. You know what that family member told me? He says, hey, man, bro, I'm glad you changed your life, man. I'm I'm glad you're out of the, you know, out of the mud and out of the life, and I'm glad and all this stuff. But I think that church is brainwashing you. You're always there. You're, You're there on Sunday service, and you're there for Tuesday night service, and you're there for Friday night. And when there's a men's activity, you're there. And when there's something going on, you're there. You even go after work, and you go on your days off. I think they're they're brainwashing you. And I said, you know what, bro? You're right. They are brainwashing me. Well, then why are you there? I said, because my brain needed to be washed uh, from all of the mud of the world. Uh, My brain needed to be washed, amen, uh, from all of the dirt, uh, amen, that I picked up along the way, uh, amen, as I was walking through the wilderness, uh, amen, hallelujah. And thank the Lord, amen, uh, for a good brainwashing. Uh, Thank the Lord, uh, amen, for the transformation of my mind. It wasn't until I washed this thing right here, I had to think differently, Brother Richard. I had to act differently. I had to, my speech was even different. The way I dressed was even different. The way I acted was even different. My conversations were different. The people I hung out with were different. Everything was different. Why? Because all things had passed away and all things had become new. But we want to walk around with this. I remember what you did last year. I remember what you said two years ago. I remember. I remember. That's the devil. Can you imagine if God walked around with all of our bags and said, I remember what you did yesterday. I remember what you did last week. I remember what you did last month. I remember what you put your eyes on. Neither one of us would go to heaven. 
then why do we do it? ¿Por qué nosotros lo hacemos? Juzgamos. Juzgamos. Tenemos opiniones. Me acuerdo lo que dijiste la semana pasada. Me acuerdo lo que hiciste el año pasado. Imagínense si Dios era así. Ninguno de nosotros podríamos entrar al reino del cielo. Neither one of us would make heaven our home. But there's got to be a change. There's got to be a change. You see, God doesn't want us to go back to Egypt. He doesn't want us to go back to the pharaohs in our life. He wants us to move forward. Él quiere que nosotros marchamos adelante. Without all of these things. Can you imagine? If I brought my past marriages into my present marriage. It would be broken. And we would spend more time trying to fix it. Than moving forward. You ever have a car. That didn't matter how much money you put into it. Sister Letty. That thing just always broke down. And you put in more money to fix that thing than the car is worth. And it spends more time on the back of a tow truck than it does on the road. That's how our marriages are when we bring our past into them. Amen. That's how our relationships are when we bring our past into them. Amen. Give God a round of applause, somebody. God wants to do a new thing. Amen. Amen. You see, to Israel, Egypt was the good old days. Slavery to them was the good old days. Bondage to them was the good old days. I wonder if that today sounds familiar. Amen. Because don't think for one minute today that you and I are any different than our Israelite relatives. Amen. But listen to the encouragement that the Apostle Paul gives to the church of Galatia. In Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1, the Bible says this. Listen to me. Listen closely. I'm going to read it slow. Paul's telling this to the church. He says, hey, esto es lo que Pablo le está diciendo a la iglesia de Galata. Le está diciendo. He says, it is for freedom. Le está diciendo a la iglesia, es por la libertad. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. So stand firm. Oh, come on, somebody. That's what he says. He says, it's for free. It's por la libertad. Que Dios te ha sacado del pecado. 
So stand firm. Starte firme. And do not let yourself be burdened again by the yoke of bondage. You know what the church was doing? The church was trying to bring their past into the church. La iglesia se estaba tratando de traer su, su, su pasado en la iglesia. Y el apóstol Pablo le dijo, no, eso no trabaja aquí en la iglesia. Hey, tienes que dejar eso allá afuera. Tienes que dejar eso porque ya Dios quiere hacer algo nuevo en tu vida. God wants to do something new in your life. That's why he set you free. So you're not going back and being burdened again by that yoke, by that weight, by those people, by the neighborhood, by the community. Get up and get out. Oh, hallelujah. I wish I had a witness here that knew that I was what I was talking about this morning. Amen. Paul is saying, leave the past in the past and stand firm in your newfound freedom. He says, don't go back to the way things used to be. Don't go back to the misery. Don't go back to the heartache. Don't go back to your sin. And don't go back to Pharaoh. Hallelujah. Don't go back to the things that he delivered you from because God wants to do something new in your life. It's not by coincidence that you're here today. God brought you here. Dios te trajo aquí ahora. No es por coincidencia. Amen. Que tú estás en esta casa. Hallelujah. Dios te quería decir que ya basta con lo pasado. Y hay que mover adelante. Think about it. What has that brought you? What has that done for you? Where has that gotten you today? Your past. Now again, I'm not saying, no estoy diciendo que lo pasado todo es malo. I'm not saying everything is bad. Pero lo malo lo queremos cargar en el futuro. The positive, the, the negative things that happened in our childhood. Amen. That happened. Amen. And I'm not minimizing it. I'm sure there was some hurts. And there was some pains. And there was some disappointments. But God says you got to sort it out already. So you can move forward. So that I can do a new thing in your life. talk to people all the time pastor I just can't get past it then you'll never grow you'll never flourish you'll never produce good fruit you gotta get past it church you gotta get past it God wants to do a new thing you see last Sunday that we were in the church we, we left all of the stuff amen that we're still killing and carrying around from the present but God is saying now that you're a little lighter I need you to get more lighter and let go of the past let go of that let go of it it's already gone if it's not in your life it's cause I removed it stop trying to chase something that I don't approve of 
there's a powerful story amen in the book of Samuel where the prophet is weeping and he's crying amen and he's he's upset because Saul he had Saul on his heart amen he had Saul Saul was my boy Saul oh my god I was the one that anointed him I was the one amen and Samuel was walking around he was crying the Bible says he was weeping his heart was heavy for Saul and his horn was empty with oil something that a priest's never horn should be it should never be empty it should always have oil in it an ambassador a priest should always have oil in his horn amen but this man he was walking around because of what Saul was going through in his life Saul disobeyed God he was disobedient he went against everything that God told him to do and because of that God took the kingdom of heaven from him amen and didn't allow him to be king over his people anymore and after that the Bible says that Samuel amen was boohooing and he was crying and God told him what are you doing there wipe those tears off your face and fill your horn with oil because I got another king on the line I got another king oh my God why are you weeping for something that I've rejected he said why are you chasing after something that I've rejected chase after the king that I put on your heart I'm telling somebody today in Jesus name it's time to fill your horn with oil and dust off your feet and move forward for God's honor and God's glory oh my God he said, Samuel, get up and fill that horn with oil because I got a king on the main line. Hallelujah. And I need that anointing. Too many times we're walking around boohooing about our past, boohooing about our letdowns, boohooing about our disappointments, boohooing about this and about that. And God says, get up and fill your horn with oil. Seek my face. Humble yourself and I will heal your land. I want to bring you up and out uh, hallelujah oh my god hallelujah we're supposed to be teaching today god wants to do a new thing in your life and jesus addressed it beautifully sister in the book of luke chapter 9 and verse 62 he says this he says no one that puts his hand on the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of god I love that scripture. Amen. That's one of my favorites. Remember when T-Mobile had the five favorites and you could call them all day long for free? Remember that? Do they still do that? No? That was back in my Motorola days, Blackberry days. Eso en lo pasado. Todavía estoy viviendo en lo pasado. Amen. But Luke says, no one who puts his hand on the plow and looks back. I love this scripture. You know why I love it? Because I grew up on a farm town. I grew up in a town, a little tiny town in between Yuma and San Diego. Amen. In the Imperial Valley. And it was surrounded. Amen. Still surrounded by nothing but fields. 
And, you know, I used to love the smell of the field. Amen. I remember running across the street because we lived right on the edge of the city limits. Amen. And there was a canal across the street. Amen. And, and, and right on the other side of that, they would have melons out there. And they would have uh, uh, watermelons. And they would have lettuce. And, and they would have all kinds of stuff. And I remember as a young child, you know, when they would come and pick, they wouldn't take everything. Amen. They would leave some stuff behind. And I remember going out there as a young kid. Amen. With, with my boots on, with no socks, amen, with, with some little shorts and running over there, amen, and, and picking one up and taking it back to the house. And my grandfather would tell me, no, eso no está bueno, that's not good. Llévalo para atrás, échalo a la basura. Take. And I would go across and come back and go across and come back. And there were times that I would sit outside and just watch the tractors plow. Plow the dirt. And you know, when you look at how they plow, they plow in a straight line. These lines are either going vertical throughout the whole field or they're going horizontal through the whole field. And you know what God said in this scripture? He says, if any man puts his hand on the plow and looks back, He's not fit for the kingdom of God. You know why? Because when you look back, try looking back while you're driving with both hands on the steering wheel. Your car is going to fly off the road. And so what God is saying is that I don't want you on my field. Because what is God's kingdom? God's kingdom is the earth. The earth is his field. The Bible says in, in Matthew chapter 6, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God does not want his field with our hand on the plow looking back. Why? Because we're going to ruin his field. We're going to ruin his field. We're going to tear up his crop and ruin his harvest. So you better not be looking back while walking on God's field. Amen. Uncle Rico couldn't get ahead in life because he was stuck trying to Give God a round of applause, amen. The Bible says this in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. The apostle Paul says, brothers and sisters, he says, I don't claim to have it all figured out. But one thing that I do know is I'm forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. He says, I, speaking of himself, he says, I'm living my life pressing forward toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of Christ Jesus. You see, you have to reach the goal before you can get the prize. Yes, 
If you don't get into the end zone, you don't score. If you don't hit the ball over the fence, there is no home run. And he says, if you don't press forward, press. What does it mean to press? To push. If you don't press through to the goal, you're not going to get the prize. What is the goal? Matthew chapter 6.33 says, Seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Tell somebody, tell your neighbor, your best is yet to come. Your best is yet to come. But you got to let it go. Give God a round of applause. Amen. As we stand to our feet this morning and we come to a close. You know, the Apostle Paul knew a little something, something. El Apostolo Pablo sabía mucho. Sabía algo de, de lo que era a dejar su pasado en lo pasado. Porque él era un perseguidor de la iglesia. He was a killer. How many killers you know right now sitting in the church? So he could stand there and say, hey, if I could get past and over and let go of the ugliness in my life, you know, I, I can imagine the Apostle Paul, Sister Letty, walking around in the church listening to some of the stories and probably like thinking to himself, really? Like, you're hung up on that? That right there is what's keeping you a little. That right there is keeping you from reaching your goal from gaining the prize that right there would here come here i bet you paul had little sidebars with a lot of people back in those days in the church let me tell you what i've gone through but i would have loved to have been in the congregation on the day that he said these words right here. He looked into the crowd at a bunch of believers, some of them so-called believers. He says, if any one of you is in Christ, if you claim to be in Christ, then he is a new creature and all things are passed away and behold all things have become new Israel had a huge problem with trying to walk into the future carrying their past with them on their backs 
I truly believe with all of my heart that the reason why some of us have not been able to, to reach our potential or to, 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 to get into the end zone or to, 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 make, to get that prize is because we're like Lot's wife. Looking back at Sodom. Oh, how I miss the nightlife. Oh, how I miss the casino. Oh, how I miss the nightclub. Oh, how I miss this and how I miss that. Look back. Oh, oh. how I miss it. Can I tell you? She didn't make it. Because God said, where I'm about to take you and where I want to take you and what I want to do with you, you can't bring the past with you. You know, that same man that God appointed over God's people, Saul, after Samuel anointed him and told him, hey, I want you to go up to the mountain tomorrow and prophesy with the prophets. He says, but first you got to let the slave go back home. Because where I'm taking you, he can't be with you. God's trying to deliver somebody today. God's been knocking on the door of your heart. And he's saying today, you got to open it. And you got to listen to me. Shut out the noise. Stop listening to everybody. And listen to me. Because listening to you is what got you in the situation that you're in. And I want to open up this altar this morning for somebody that needs to let go and let God not let me let go and let God amen this altar is open for